All right, everyone, welcome back to the Refocus Podcast, where we're refocusing hearts and minds toward God. I'm your host, Peyton, and on the line with me is the brother Conscience. Once again, man, it's been a minute. How are you, bro? I'm doing amazing, man. I'm glad to be here, and uh, we're kind of almost reunited after what, like almost exactly a year? Yeah, almost exactly a year. I was think I was looking at the at the past interview, and I was like, wow. All right, God, I see you. <laughs> right, right on time. Exactly. So, man, just go ahead and uh, I know we were chopping up a little bit earlier before the start of the interview, but just, you know, just go ahead and tell the audience, man, how's life been for, for you since, man, since this last, since yeah. this, go ahead. Yeah, for sure. So, um, I think last time we talked, it was kind of around the release of the Extra Project. Yeah. And so, uh, since then, you know, just the practical stuff is... My son Miles, he's now 16 months. Wow. He's like the size of a, a three-year-old, so he's a little monster. <laughs> um, so that's been amazing. Um, my birthday's going to be on Saturday. I turned the big 3-0. Oh, so that's man. That's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah, man. Like, if I didn't think I was old before, this is the official stamp. <laughs> 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 you know, my, I'm starting to finally see my jokes aren't as funny to the little kids and you know, uh, I'm losing more hair than I already have. You know, <laughs> welcome to the club, man. <laughs> yeah, bro. So I'm living these last couple of days, you know, celebrating with the fam and whatnot. And uh, my wife and I are still going strong in our marriage. We've been together for about nine years now. Been married for five. Wow. And, awesome. Uh, so, yeah, God's just moved us to even more closeness with him and our relationships thriving because of it um got to release this new album which i hope to yeah. chop up with you yeah um yeah man things are going real well man i really can't complain i'm in a great season of life that's awesome bro that's real awesome that's good so yeah we're gonna actually just talk about the album and you know i just want to i want us to dive into it and uh, and get your get your perspective, you know, get some clarity on 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 the on the album name for for starters. Uh, the sound of my silence is the name of Conscience's new album. It's currently out now. Go check it out wherever you you know stream or download music. Um, I've been listening to it on Spotify and I've really enjoyed it, man. I really enjoyed just the just the different tones and uh, and 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 almost different genres that you're that you're trying to do um, in the songs, and that's. That's really refreshing to me to see a to see an artist who you know I've listened to in the past and he and you're you know definitely in you were definitely in your lane and then you were you know you're now experimenting and kind of expanding out of your out of your lane um, on this so that I was really uh it was really uh it was really just refreshing for me and really really entertaining I really enjoyed it um but my first question though is for the sound of my silence what's the meaning behind that name. So without without being too drawn out, most people who've been following my music for a while now, um, they know I'm I'm kind of a concept artist. I love taking uh, a concept and connecting it to truth and or like a season in my life. And I just feel like uh, with my teaching background, that's what my education was in. Um, I love to. I feel like kids and people learn the best through like examples and stories and concepts. And so um, I'm a real truth heavy kind of guy when it comes to my music. And so understanding that I try to find creative ways for things to be appealing to the ear 
um, musically, but also just when I'm communicating different truths or talking about my life or whatnot, I try to make it, I try to give it the most clarity as possible. Um, so I'll never sacrifice the clarity for like the artistry. I always kind of have a bend towards trying to make stuff as clear as possible. So the sound of my silence, uh, there's a, a quote out there that I'm paraphrasing on that basically says, um, that we are the loudest conversation in our heads, meaning in, in such a noisy world where media and people are talking to you and advertising to you constantly, um, what we think is all this noise outside of us, the loudest person actually talking in our minds is ourselves. We're telling ourselves what we're affirming, what we're denying, how we're interpreting life, who we trust, who we're afraid of, and that really is a, is at a much higher volume than a lot of the other stuff. And so the sound of my silence kind of is playing off the concept that um, we're always talking to ourselves. And, and, and that conversation goes on a lot more than what we actually say to people. There's a lot more thought going on that is still vibrant and loud. And so... I talk about certain seasons of life that I uh, have been in, am in, and seasons of life that my friends have been in that kind of what you would think on the outside is going a certain way when you actually look what's going on inside of my heart and inside of my mind is actually either a whole different experience or something much more intense than I'm painting it to be in my everyday speech. So it's kind of a play on like my secrets, so to speak, like you actually get to hear the thoughts in my heart and my mind in certain seasons of my life that I might have just summarized for you and you didn't know how deep things were, were actually being. So um, yeah, man, it's, it's the sound of my silence in seasons where, um, you know, where I was either more silent about my circumstances than others or like my friend told me a story that I could relate with that I wanted to bring to light. So that's a little bit of a breakdown there. That's awesome, man. That's really awesome. That's a yeah. That's definitely a good play on words, and I I, I understand a little bit a lot more now um, what you were trying to convey now and through the songs through just understanding that. So that was good. That was I like that. I really really like that. Um, cool. So since the last time that we talked, you dropped you dropped your extra uh, mixtape or your extra project. Mm-hmm. And then now you're dropping this. And I remember when we were talking last time, you were saying that, you know, Sound of My Silence is your first official, like, album that, that came out. Your first official project that, you really, that you're really pushing um, as far as the release yeah. and getting it out there. So, you know, my question is, what, so what made this one so special? Or what was the, why, why this one as opposed to any of your earlier projects? Um, yeah. Is this one that you're now pushing? Yeah, so, you know, there's a lot of things that, you know, I, I'll try to dive into more intimately on, on my social, but I think some of the things that come uh, most immediately to my mind as is, is to why this came together is for, for those of you who don't know, um, I've actually recorded over, you know, I was counting this the other day, like 25 albums worth of material that right. I actually released. And, um, and, and so like over a thousand songs, like a lot of music, uh, even beyond that, that's just, you know, singles and whatnot. And, um, 
we're just seeing different times. I mean, on the practical side of it, when I was growing up, you know, kids made mixtapes when they couldn't afford to make albums. Studio time cost a lot of money. Buying production cost a lot of money. Finding people who made beats that you loved took time and, and the internet was just booming so we didn't have all the resources in the world. And so the way as an artist, if you didn't have any money, you made an album was you went online, you either illegally or legally downloaded instrumentals right. and you and, and you, you scrapped together you know some recordings and called that a mixtape. And, and that's how you uh, went about making music. There was no such thing as a beat release. Buying beats wasn't really an online thing. It really depended on your relationships and whatnot. And so we live in an age now where things like distribution are not things that you have to be signed for. You know, for 20 to $100, you can go get distribution year-round and, and people will actually put your, your music on the platform. Um, there's things called beat leases now where don't have enough money to buy a beat you can lease it for much cheaper and you can still have some creative control and some exclusivity because maybe not everybody has downloaded that beat because you have to buy it um and so it becomes a lot more financially feasible to make an album these days so um i always went the low cost route with my music you know as long as it looked good had great graphics recorded it to the best of my ability that was kind of my financial space to, to work with you know I had maybe enough money to press the CD and uh, I had other priorities in my life and at, at various stages where it just wasn't financially feasible to put together and so I made a lot of free music for people uh, but like I said now nowadays um, you can actually have ownership on the, the physical property of your music a lot more easily uh, for lower cost and then you know do things like buy out your buy your album outright later on or do like split deals with the producers so it it came together because of the new resources that we have and uh, but you know it allowed it was really cool because the one thing that I've never done in my music is I never had a primarily all singing album right. um, I, I never got to take my production and make my production from scratch and tie it in and make words that you know were completely original and um so th this album is really great because yeah it might not technically be my first album but it's definitely my first public release uh that's paid and uh and and, and that also allowed me to have a lot more creative control on the product which just allows me to communicate my message um, with even more clarity, with better artistry, and, and I had a lot of fun with this album, man. For people who don't know, I usually put out two to three albums worth of material a year. This album, because of a lot of circumstances, actually took over a year to make. Um, I actually started writing this album before the extra project even came out, and uh, so it, it was a long process. I love every single song that I put on. Um, and there's a lot of experimentation, as you said, man. I mean, since it's a mostly singing album, uh, I, you know, for one, for people who don't know, I mean, I can sing good, but I'm definitely not a singer. Um, <laughs> and so the writing process completely changed for me. I mean, I, there was a lot of me challenge that I appreciated because making music as long as I have, it's hard to find inspiration to push the envelope and make something that is original. So there's a little bit of the idea behind that. But I mean, I could go on for days, man. <laughs>
Well, that's awesome, dude. Definitely, uh, definitely understand. I definitely understand the the struggle. So, um, for those listening, yeah, so it, before these recent, what we say, even the past three years, there's just been so many advancements, advancements in in distribution and and uh, as far as beats, as far as distributing your music, licensing, everything is just getting so much more easier for the independent artists to do. Um, and there's no, yeah, there's no like gate gatekeepers um, when it comes to this. So it's, it's, it's. I'm I'm glad to see that that you're you're taking that step, taking that leap, and uh and really getting your getting your music out there to a much uh, broader audience. Um, so mm-hmm. definitely, you know, you got you got you got a brother support. Of course, you know that. <laughs> so my next question is, with all with it being your first album that you that you released uh for for a much broader audience and you know now that everything as far as that avenue has has gotten easier um you said it took over a a year uh for you to complete this project what what were some of the challenges um just making the project or writing the project what were some of those challenges that you faced yeah so since since i was financing this album um it, I was way more deliberate with the beat selection process. I mean, I went through thousands of beats uh, because I wanted to make sure that since I was doing so much experimentation, the music had to follow a certain flow. Um, and, and even though I did a lot of different styles on this album, I wanted to make sure that sonically it, it had a flow to it, it had a storyline. So I, it, the beat project, the set process just took a lot longer to pick records that I really believed in. Um, uh, since I financed it, you know, being diligent with having time, I was saving up funds to purchase my music, to purchase more equipment. Um, this was the first album I executive produced, so I engineered everything. Uh, actually, uh, my buddy Mendoza, he engineered, uh, the single Time, uh, and then he also, you know, heavily influenced and educated me on the mixing and mastering process. But I did over like 120, 130 hours of study on uh, musical engineering and sound engineering, uh, you know, all in the background. So like, because I had to mix my own music and a lot of times I had to mix the instrumentals. So that took a long time just studying and then going back to my mixes and repeatedly refining my mixes. Um, the, The fact earlier that I was talking about of how um, I've never made a singer-songwriter-driven album before, so you'll notice there's about 70% straight singing on this album. Right. So it was my first time. It was my first time messing with uh, auto tune um, and like engineering that. It was my first time singing as dynamically as I as I did a lot of songs that you hear on here, like Wizard and um, Designer those tracks almost never even made the project because they were so difficult to sing. Wow. Uh, and it, so there's, you know, there's a lot of really cool stories, you know, secret stories that I'll be talking about in the future about how certain tracks may have never made the project or how hard things were to mix and whatnot. But, um, yeah, so I usually write raps and writing raps for me has always been something, you know, it takes me 30 minutes to an hour to write a verse or, or even a song for that matter. But, now that I'm writing melodies every bar and still having to make it flow and rhyme and make sense and drive home my points and 
singing gives off a certain level of energy, so if you don't have conviction with that, it can sound forced or goofy. So I had to do a lot of singing training, you know, singing with my wife, and my wife's an amazing singer, and so all that training and learning and adapting with the new climate of recording and stuff really just drew out the process. Um, but I'm, I'm so thankful for it because I just learned. I, like, I had to... I had to say, like, look, I'm either going to rely on other people and hope somebody floats around who can help me do this, or I got to make more money to pay off the people who can do it at the industry level, or I can just step up and, and take the bull by the horns and try to get as far as I can and then offload whatever else I couldn't. So a lot of people helped me out with this, uh, and then I, I did a lot of work as well, a lot of the muscle on this project as well, but it, it did take a long time, man. That's awesome, man. That's really, really awesome. And I actually, that was Wizard was one of the first tracks that I had heard from the album when I was listening to it on Spotify. So I was, it, yeah, it, it took it took me back because I was like, wow, this this dude really stretched himself. He didn't sing it. And I was like, okay, okay, man. This is that's what I like to hear. Yeah. That song took me actually. Uh, believe it or not, that song almost didn't make the album because of how many times I had to nail certain takes on it. Um, it was outside. It was outside my normal vocal range. Um, right. And, and and like just the, the energy on that song is so crazy. The ad libs are so crazy, um, dude. It it probably took me like three months to make that song. Wow, wow. Well, you you put in the hard work. You can tell it. It, it came out really good, man. That was definitely one of the standout ones that I personally liked. Um, and as a singer, you know, definitely that definitely it was a it was one that I was like, okay, I. You know, you remember the melodies, remember the remember the words, and to, for me as as a singer, I'm like that's something. The catchiness is always something that I always take into uh, take into consideration when I'm listening to somebody else's music. So, definitely good right, stuff, man. Right. Definitely good Thank stuff. Thank you. All right. So, uh, speaking of my speaking of favorite songs, what from this project? What was your favorite song? That you liked, that you liked, or that just what was your favorite song that came out the best to you, or you know, just your favorite song in general on this project? Um. <laughs> so I'm gonna cheat, and I'm gonna give you like maybe two or three. So <laughs> <laughs> you know, like a lot of why I love a song has a lot to do with bias because. Like, I have personal testimony, like, intimately with each individual record, and each record has it had its problems. Wizard, for instance, is, like, my baby because, like, it, it took a lot of, of you know, training to, to do a song like Wizard. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like, you know, I, I changed the chorus on Wizard, like, two or three times because I didn't think I could hit the notes and... My, my vocal cords were scratched and so I had to take week-long breaks waiting to, to re-record and, 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 and the energy on that song and that song is about a person who is trapped in the vomit of their sin and they're so sick of themselves mm -hmm. and they're just crying out to God like, God, help me. I, I'm so destroyed by this. And, and so even performing the song with that high energy and that conviction was something that was so special to me 
um, because I, I literally gave it my all. And so that that was one of my favorite records. And, and I just think that people, that's not a record. We, you know, we hear a lot of songs about people being trapped in sin and like how deceptive sin is and stuff like that. But like, there's not a lot of singing songs about just the toxicity of sin. Um, and so I wanted to just kind of go there in the hip hop space and just like cry out to God on a record. Um, and it's just, it's a weird rock vibe too. Like it's just a different sound. So I love Wizard. Um, I love Time because Time is like kind of my first like really hip hop pop anthem. Mm. I really went for, you know, I, I really went for like, okay, if, if I was going to put out a radio record, what would I want to do? And so right. I, I wanted, I want to still communicate deep truth. But how could I simplify it? How could I be catchy? Um, and so Time was almost like the first record I did. And I feel like it's just, it, it wind up coming out as a really great song. Uh, it's really catchy. My son, when he was just like three, four months old, he like basically memorized that song. And it's so funny, whenever we're driving and he's just having a bad time or he's in a growth spurt or he's crying or bawling his ears out, if he just hears the piano melody on Time, uh, he will stop crying entirely, nice. and this has this has been the case uh, for the last over a year now. Is whenever he's raging, I can play the time record, and he'll be quiet and he'll listen very intently to the song, and he knows that it's his dad's voice. And he's been listening to the song for over a year now, which is kind of hilarious. But um, <laughs> it, it, so so I love that record, um, and yeah, those two records are kind of my standouts. But, uh, yeah, I kind of have a personal story with every record, but yeah, Time and Wizard are some of my favorites for sure. That's awesome, bro. That is really awesome. Man, the power of music. It's like you, you knew God was doing something when he created music because that, that right there, yeah. just that, even your te- the testimony that you said about your son is like, wow, like who would have thought, you know, like how music can yeah. change and affect people. So that's awesome, bro. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's get into this song that uh, that you want to help promote, um, Gift Wrap. Uh, so let's talk about that one. What is what's the story behind Gift Wrap? <laughs> so uh, Gift Wrap is like I don't know if satire is the right word, but it's basically a goof song <laughs> about the. So so I talk about a lot of the things that go on in the Christian hip hop community and music, and um, a lot of the buffoonery that I see and uh, and also it's kind of like it, it's a song that talks about what happens when the glory of God no longer becomes the centerpiece for why people express and create art mm. and so what happens with that is you become very tempted to be fixated and pursue and talk about other things and it could be anything. Um, making a song not about God is not a sin. Um, but what we see a lot of times is that when you sit in a space where you're not thinking about the things of God and the glorification of God in your music, um, yet you're still speaking either religiously or inspiringly or you know, trying to be an encourager or talk about philosophy or what truth is going on in your life and you don't have a godly aroma in that or a consideration of that regularly you drift away that's just how it happens and Mm. so 
we we see a lot of drifting and a lot of almost exploiting of people in the church community um, being almost with the church but then exploiting of the church and against the church at the same time and these people don't really have a lot of deep spiritual weight or they don't at least express that in their testimony or in their music and so it becomes very hard to um, not only take it seriously but to rely on it to be inspired by it to be raised up in truth and you know, for us kids in hip hop, man, we we listen to these dudes' lyrics like they're Bible, man. Right. And so it can become so confusing when you when you hear an artist who's amazing at what they do. Don't get me wrong; these guys aren't terrible. They're they're an incredible artists, but they they you know God is like the sprinkles on a cupcake, and the cupcake is like either uh, a braggadocious aura or a boast in accomplishments or an attempt to enlighten people on things without a godly lens. And it's much deeper than that. I don't want to broad brush paint uh, everybody, but I, I just tried to address some problems like a news a newscaster on this record. But at the same time, I make it kind of a joke because I assume the role of the, the audience I'm talking about in the song. So I'm not actually rapping from my from the outside looking in i'm rapping as the audience that i'm describing so that's why it's very playful it's almost like i don't even you know because i think a lot of these people either really think that they're being missional and christ-centered when they're actually not or they're just in a season of growth where they really need strong biblical like maturity and, and, and fellowship to be kind of stewarded in the right direction so the right aura and energy comes with the music so that it does give God the glory even if it's not explicitly about him um, and so it's just kind of this funny song that I'm kind of telling the community like wake up guys like like it's either about the gospel or it's not but we, we need to be clear and we need to be mindful of these kids that are soaking up this music and in such an amazing time and power that music carries, why not make it about God? Right. I totally so, agree. So, and, and then, you know, I have, in the chorus, uh, you know, it, another thing, you know, the, the most obvious thing is like my chorus vibe is a little bit from the juvenile song um, uh, back in the day. So, I, you know, I'm a man on a mission yet, so I'm gonna get. So, so you know, there's just a lot of elements that are real reminiscent and playful, and it's one of those classic kind of trap records. Uh, it reminds me of a lot of the style of music that artists put out these days in the CHH community. So I had a lot of fun with it, man. Um, uh, eventually, I'll put out a commentary talking about some of the themes in that song a little bit more. But again, another concept to bring light to some things that I think we could do better at. That's good. That's really good. I think, yeah, I definitely think we feel that we should still have those conversations. Um, and, and you make some good points. It doesn't have to be explicitly uh, about Jesus, but definitely does have to. You you definitely have to see that God's in it. Like you can't it, it can't just be the sprinkle. It can't just be sprinkles of, of God within a whole body of nonsense. So I get that. Well, yeah, and, and I think clarity is the thing, right? Like it's not that the other type of stuff, like I said, can be explicitly sinful, but at the same time, a lot of these guys would claim that their music is ministry and it's the gospel. And it's right. like, if, if we're being honest with ourselves, 
is it really? And, and just before we kind of segue here, I, I want to just break down the title. So I didn't spell gift wrap like wrapping paper. I spelled right. it G-I-F-R-A-P. Um, and so a gift is kind of like a funny loop that plays over and over again. Right. And, and, and so what I'm saying is, is we're kind of taking these, these themes that aren't really weighty and we're just giving it to you over and over and over to a new beat. So it's kind of a joke that just loops over and over and over. But then at the same time, it's a play on words because I really do mean gift rap. But the type of gift rap I'm referring to is this this type of music that people call Christian hip-hop that has nothing to do with God, but has Christian wrapping paper on top of it. Mm. So have the Christian words, they've got the the blessings and the and, and the spiritual talk and the spiritual swag, but when you really open up all the, the wrapping paper, really, it's not God at all. It's them or self-exaltation or an exaltation of just truth outside of God or enlightenment or, you know, testimony that doesn't really attempt to have a God lens or a God-centeredness. And so it's, it's, it's a bunch of other than God wrapped in God wrapping paper. And they fool you into believing that it actually is gospel or God centric when in reality it, it, it's none of that. So wow. that's another double play on the title. So there's a little more insight there. That's awesome, man. Wow. That's, that's really cool. Really, really cool that you mentioned that. Wow. All right. Great, man. So with all this, with, with sound of my silence, out now with you pushing the album and so what what's next for for conscience what's what's coming up what are you what are you what are we doing so uh, i wish i could say i have a ton of stuff going on but the mission is kind of a lot more simpler than it's been in the past i'm really just focusing on engaging in the communities on my social media um this isn't the priority but um running the business side of uh, getting my music out there. I'm trying to build the following and just kind of put my, my music in front of more people. Um, and so I, I'm building up my social by engaging in the community in a real way. Um, everything's going amazingly. Like my social is just booming right now. Uh, I might have to let my wife take it over soon because it's now getting to the point where <laughs> I'm just getting flooded with all kind of reply and spam some good some bad and um so so building up my social profiles um solidifying my website with content making it more accessible through all of this i've been studying a lot of business so uh, i intend on putting a merch line out this year um it's 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 going to be really exclusive every quarter a certain small number of exclusive merchandise will be out and then it'll it'll completely rotate you know every three months there will be a new line of gear that's like you know maybe like five to ten pieces available only type thing so i'll be doing clothing really soon here um i got prison ministry going on right now i go out to buckeye and i, I minister the gospel uh, to folks that i know that i grew up with who are doing major time and just working with the prison system on uh, eventually doing a concert uh, in, out, out at some of these prisons. So I've been doing that a lot. Um, I'll be going to the Legacy Conference in April to break bread with a lot of people. Um, they'll actually 
a lot of the people who run the Legacy Conference will be in Arizona in a couple of weeks. So we're going to do a meeting with them uh, to kind of network and see what we can do to help and, and what we can do to put our music out there. Um, and, and then I'll be going to the conference in April in L.A. So I'm super excited for that. I'll have my merch and, and, and my music. But then I'm also excited to like go through all the workshops that they have to just as an artist, give God the most glory we possibly can and what's the next step to spiritual maturity and all that. So, so that's fun too. Um, trying to think what else I got going on. Yeah, just like really painting because this is a concept album. I'm just like every day trying to make really creative content. So I'm just going straight ham on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook about uh, and YouTube soon. I'll have the, the visual podcast coming out very soon. Uh, where I'll be just talking about all kind of things, but just trying to make more pieces of content to tell, you know, all the detailed parts of the background that you never really get to see when it comes to the creation of an album, and then just talking about life really honestly so that people can engage and be inspired to love God more, or know God for the first time, and so uh, I'm really working hard to be daily creative in um, connecting people to great content surrounding this album, but also surrounding some artists that I think other people should check out or some, some content out there that I think can kind of be inspiring. That's awesome, man. Awesome. Good stuff, man. Well, I hope I'm looking forward to, to seeing more of your content. I'm looking forward to seeing what comes out of those, especially that connection with uh, the legacy conference, people from the legacy conference that, that'll be awesome like definitely i i feel like now is like the perfect time as far as the artists that we have out here in arizona that they really need some exposure you know definitely you know guys like you artificial christian ab joey vantas you know my my dudes out here the mass unit like there's definitely a good crop of dudes that you know i definitely think they, they they do need that exposure to get their what god's put on their heart out to out to a broader audience so that's awesome man that yeah man i'm excited i'm excited to put light to all that man i mean i've been studying my butt off on the business side of the marketing and whatnot so you know i've just been going hard every day to learn something new and to put this stuff into practice but as people can see on my channel like anytime i see somebody local putting it down that i think is going to be fruitful for someone's soul um, I'm, I'm shouting dudes out, I'm reposting content, uh, I'm not an exclusive hater or nothing like that, so I want to see everybody win, you know, I've been giving out free knowledge since I came out the womb, <laughs> as far as <laughs> stuff and, and social media and whatnot, so, uh, like, yeah, man, I, I want to see everybody grow, so I, I love it, and, uh, I'm even looking forward to just coming back from, like, the Legacy Conference, just, like, better equipped to equip dudes in Christ and to help them excel, man. So, cause I mean, that, that's going to be the thing at the end of the day, you know, five, 10 years, 15 years from now, we might not do music anymore. We probably won't, you know, let alone <laughs> walking around straight. <laughs> but, uh, so, so I mean, the, the, the being, knowing the deep things of God and having an amazing relationship with God, uh, is the thing that'll stand the test of time and that's something that everybody desperately needs right now and however we can communicate that break bread with people and communicate that like I mean and I mean dude you know the crazy thing I'll, I'll end with this is just you know the 20 year old to the 30 year old that that space of time is so crucial man you can 
you can blink and that whole time space can be gone and you're barely even out of school yet barely barely finding the woman of your dreams barely spiritually mature you know you get relaxed in the things that you've known up until that point and i mean man it's so critical to just be stayed up in the word getting to that next level of manhood or womanhood and and growing in the knowledge of God so that you can handle the deep things because I don't know if you guys noticed but man there's a lot of issues out there in the news and they're manifesting into these relationships in these schools with these kids they're so confused on what it means to be a man of God a woman of God uh, what it means to be in a marriage or in a relationship what it means to be a mature person um what it means to be an adult, <laughs> what right. it means to be seasoned. You know, they just, they don't know God's purpose for, right. for creation and humanity. They don't know God's purpose for their life. And even in the church, man, it's starting to play there where we really don't have a pulse on how lost these dudes are. And uh, in a world where there's almost no self-esteem at all now, these kids, man, they've got nothing solid to stand on. Right. And so my heart goes out to these kids and these adults even is they're, they're thirsting for that that old head or that that peer that can just feed them and uh and so it's even more important in a time like this where these 20 30 and 40 year olds with amazing talents kind of step back and go wait a second there's so much more at stake for the young people or the young the people young in spirit um there's such a need that no one's really feeling like let's let's step back into the call of God and reevaluate like kind of where we see ourselves when we're 40 or 50 are we bringing up the young people or are we kind of just working on us and 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 leaving a bigger problem to the next generation to, to unravel and you know so those are just things I like to help people think through even in my music a lot too awesome man that is really awesome Awesome, bro. Well, I appreciate it, man. Once again, having you having you on the show, having you drop knowledge, drop wisdom. I got a lot of great feedback from from last year, so I know I'll get the same here. And man, just uh, for everybody who's listening, go ahead and uh, and make sure you check out Conscience. Uh, Conscience, go ahead and tell them uh, where they can find you at. For sure. So. As usual, my website is still up and running. Uh, praise God for that. www.conscienceshiphop.com Spelled like conscience. Um, that's the, the one-stop shop. On that front page, you can see all the blog articles and all of my social. You can find me on SoundCloud, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, um, under Conscience Hip Hop or Conscience 480. Um, but yeah, my website, you'll find all of that stuff, man. As far as the album, The Sound of My Silence, it is available everywhere. I, I don't care how you get it, man. You can stream it. You can buy it. If you want to support it all, um, obviously get, picking it up on uh, Google Play or Amazon or iTunes uh, would be a huge blessing. Um, uh, or, or, like I said, man, you guys can stream it. I don't really care. It's, a, it's literally available Everywhere you can consume music, minus uh, SoundCloud only has a couple of the singles because the album is actually a for sale album right now. So it's only available for purchase or purchase stream. 
Um, so, yeah, man, I'm just asking guys to check it out. I, I, I put previews and snippets all over the social, so if you don't have money or anything, you can still find some records and listen to some stuff, but you can find it everywhere, and I appreciate all the support and criticism, uh, good or bad, and, and appreciate that you guys would give me any time of your day. So thank you so much. Um, also, if anyone wants to dialogue with me, they want some more clarity on things, or you'd just like to meet me and chat it up, I'm very approachable, and I'm, I'm no celebrity by any means, so uh, I'd love to, to chop it up with anybody, man, and I have a passion for this, and so thank you guys for even having me on the podcast, and, um, you know, enjoy it, man. Yeah, man, I'll, I'll, for sure, man, your family, Doug, so definitely uh definitely appreciate you taking the time out brother and uh we'll go ahead and end there man go ahead and uh like share and uh, subscribe hit that follow button um depending on where you're listening to and make sure that you're supporting the boy conscience um and his music give him some feedback as well i know he'd really enjoy that and uh until next time make today your refocus day peace So for real, uh, past comparisons to show appeal. New wave, splash of arrogance and a load of skill. Only a few save, the rest implied the cross is overkill. Survive now, wild wild west, survive now. Lost in the smoke, put fire down. Drilling the fire, they lie down. Thinking it's light, but the light's out. Stunner, you want us to buy route. Left lemon water, is dry out. Stuck in a cage, won't fly out. You want to expose the church? OCG, you love holding the dirt. You just so numb to the brethren, like you sold the perks. When I'm there, I just get ammo for the coldest verse. I project the pain so much, I barely go to church. I'm a man on a mission, yeah, big fishing, yeah. So much I gotta pass Fortified and all my favor like the flash There's more to hide if I focus on what I had Yes, I gotta weave I'm dripping boss I got my faith I skip the talk The elders hate I piss them off I got the cross but I need to stick the sauce I got a gang of notoriety mm, The show I got it Thinking I'm fly cause I know the pilot My style is loud and I can't keep quiet Thinking of how I'ma keep it the styling Supermax faith long as I'm piling To keep this high we'll live on an island when I yell, but it's silent. I mention my God in my interviews. Except when I hide to get in the booth. Except when I write and you get the truth. Most of my nights I ain't into you. Most of the job I ain't fit to do. Caught in between like an interlude. Looking for God, he ain't in the room. Circles around like an inner tube. Like an inner tube. Without the sauce, I think I'm on.